We're talking about defunding the police. We're not. We're talking about holding them accountable. And January 5th. Well, 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 well. That was your newly president-elect Joe Biden talking about, or talking to civil rights leaders, telling them about not defunding the police. Now, I've mentioned this before on this uh, episode, on episodes of Truth to Power, on this podcast. I've, and I have mentioned this before when I said, I said that people voting for Joe Biden really don't understand politics. Or just human nature for that matter. Because when, especially white supremacy, a lot of people think white supremacists have the capacity to change. They really do. They, they think that white supremacists have the capacity to have sympathy and empathy for people that they're misusing and abusing. They really do. It's very sickening when you really think about it. It's really, it really is. They have black people out there that haven't talked to family members for years. Or they avoid talking to family members now. But Joe Biden, like about the black people in the past, oh, that's in the past. We forgive you, Joe. Came with the three strikes laws that put targets on our backs. We forgive you, Joe. Called you animals, super predators, along with Hillary Clinton. We forgive you, Joe. But now he's elected and he's telling black people, I remember a time when he told black people, black people have always had my back. Now it's time for me to have their back. Now, when he talked about they're not defunding the police, of course they're not because before his campaign even started, um, should I say when his campaign was underway or before the election even started, he was talking about giving the police $500 million. And I know there's a sector of um, light white supremacists, those liberal white supremacists that people think are liberal, but there's no such thing as liberal white supremacy. I know there's a sector of you guys that's going, well, if we defund the police, then the criminals will run wild. Well, tell your kids and tell your family members to fall the fuck back because on average, white people commit crimes more than black people. Now, black people, we get com- uh, we get convicted more. But that has to do more with our socioeconomic status. But for the most part, white people get arrested more. Black people get convicted more. Even of the most heinous of crimes. For example, got to give you an example just so you can understand what's going on. Bill Cosby has been convicted of sexual assault. Then he has 10 years in prison. He may or may not die in prison. But on the stand, all of his accusers, every last one of them, was made to be 
a liar. And you know what? I won't even say made. They were revealed to be liars. Okay? Now, there's this student by the name of Brock Turner. I think that's his name. They went to Stanford. White guy. He was actually found raping his girl on a park bench. The judge gave him three months probation. Three months probation. There was no Me Too. There was no um, media, white supremacist media outrage, none of that stuff. No mainstream media outrage, none of that. All that you heard was that this guy ended up raping his girl and he got off. And that was it. They buried the news. But you can't, you can't expect a lot from white supremacists. But even more than that, you know who you can't expect a lot from? Fucking Coons. When I tell you guys that I fucking hate and I fucking despise sellout Coons, I fucking despise them. They are the scum of the fucking earth. Those guys and white supremacists, they go hand in hand. Now, for all of the black people that was telling me Joe Biden had a plan for black America. Oh, yeah, he got a plan for black Americans. Yes. Is it a good one? No. Fuck, all white supremacists got a plan for black Americans. Is it going to be a good one? No, motherfuckers. And I'm cursing more than I usually do now because I'm to the point where it's, it's basically the only language that you guys understand. Now, I got listeners all over the country. And shout out to Nigeria. I didn't know. As I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted. As I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted. All white supremacists have a plan for you. But is that plan going to be good for you actually? No, and we got to stop as black people. We got to stop thinking in selfishness, selfishness terms, meaning, oh, well, I have student loans. So he said you're going to part student loans, man. OK, so that could go for anybody that could go for black Americans, white Americans, Asian Americans. What specifically is he going to do for black people specifically? Well, he said crime reform. Well, the problem with that is all black Americans aren't pr criminals. What is he specifically going to do for black Americans, the people that built this country? Now, he's talking about what he's going to do for illegal immigrants. And I know a lot of you guys want to say undocumented immigrants, but, and that's a softer way of putting it. That's a political way of putting it. But honestly and truly, they are illegal because they don't belong on this soil without the proper paperwork or documentations. And we got to stop pussyfooting around that. We got to stop that. We got to stop pussyfooting around the fact that Joe Biden is not going to do anything for black people and black Americans. However, I am going to say this. What he has done is the same thing that Trump is going to do. In the next four years, just like Trump, Joe Biden is going to bring black Americans 
even more, even closer to cold, even more on cold. Because there will be a sector of black Americans that will wake up, that will be intelligent, that will start to think for themselves and think to themselves, hey, this guy who supposedly put in office isn't doing anything for us specifically. Now, he's going to do a lot of things to you specifically, but not a lot of things for you specifically. Joe Biden has always been a vile white supremacist. Kamala Harris has been always been a vile white supremacist in blackface, and so has Barack Obama. Always. Their disdain for black Americans is so overt now that you can't miss it. And I get confused when people go, go to saying things like, oh, give them a chance. Give them a chance. Let me tell you something. I've been on this earth for a while now. I'm not an old man. I'm still a young man. At the same time, though, I've seen a lot of my young age. I was just talking to somebody the other day. I said, you know, my experiences with white supremacists started when I was in kindergarten. As soon as I met the principal on the first day of school, my, I'm talking about that kindergarten on the first day of school with the white supremacist uh, principal. That's when my journey started for white supremacists. So I have a different experience from you guys. I have a different type of sensitivity to the to the system of white supremacy, especially as a black man, as a growing up as a black kid and becoming a black adult, a black male adult, a black man. Let me tell y'all something. You start to you start to become white supremacy can make you real cold, and above all else, it can make you real alert. Above all else. The conditions and just the things that you have to go through to become a black man is totally different from any other race of men. They see you as a threat and they know you are a threat. For example, most of y'all know that I'm, um, I'm into fitness. I love fitness, right? So I was in the gym today, actually, with a um, friend of mine, female friend of mine, and she didn't notice it, but I did. White people were staring at us like, what the fuck? Why are y'all getting along over there? Like, what are y'all doing over there? And they went, they came over there like to like check us, like to check up on us. Like, what are y'all doing over here? She didn't notice it, but I did. It's like they were like... Follow us around the gym to see what we were up to. Because even their perceived notion of black love is a threat to white supremacy. It's innate in them. It's innate in them. So these white supremacists ain't gonna change? Same old white supremacist joke, same old Jim Crow Joe. Same old Jim Crow Joe. Now, no doubt, he's going to do a lot of things to you, but is he going to do anything for you specifically? 
No, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. And a lot of people in black society have to get on code. We just have to. The time has come. But you know what, though? There is enough of us on code. There is enough, enough of us on code. As we've seen from the new Nate Parker movie, I was telling people, American Skin has this new uh, movie coming out. I was telling people, I was like, well, damn, he got negative reviews already. This brother, they get his brother negative reviews already. And, we, and just the basis of the movie. They're giving this brother negative reviews already and nothing had to do with the movie because they already showed it up in um, Toronto, one of those film festivals over there. And they just, like, they start trying to shit on the movie. And I'm up there like, what are y'all talking about? They talk about his um, rape case that he got exonerated from, that he was proven to be innocent from. They still bringing it up. But all states between black men and white women are seen as rape, whether it's consensual or not. This is a, this is just a little free game for you guys. But back to what I was saying about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not going to do anything for black Americans, y'all. And y'all know that. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. And the civil rights leaders, they try to get them a little something, you know, they try to get them some tangibles. They try to worry about themselves, but get them in a room behind closed doors and Joe Biden's up there scolding them. Let me tell you something. When you walk in a room, you better walk in there, man, and you better make sure that if you walk in a room as a man, you better make sure you walk out that motherfucker as one. Let me tell you why I'm, why I'm saying that. Because they got men, black men, up in a damn meeting with Joe Biden and let them talk to him like they, they, they're some damn kids or something. That old, decrepit, white bastard could never talk to me like that. I don't give a damn what position you in. He could never talk to me like that. Or anybody in my life could never talk to me like that, for that matter. Let alone him. Jim Crow Joe. Crime Bill Joe. Hell no. Hell no. And when I told people, I was like, listen. I said, hey, go ahead. This is what I want y'all to do. Go ahead. I told people on my Instagram. I said, listen. I need y'all to hold this L for all those Biden supporters. And of course, I got a comment of, well, who did you vote for? And the, and the answer never changes, you guys. I voted for black empowerment. And that will never change. Did they have a black agenda? Nope. So guess what? That's a vote for black empowerment because I'm sitting this one out. Because I damn sure not going to be voting to swap out one white supremacist for another one. It just makes no sense. And Joe Biden is a little bit more dangerous than Trump because, think of this, Joe Biden trying to get 500,000 Indians to be over here in America. Kamala's people. Where the fuck they going to put them at? 
Where the fuck they gonna set up shop at? Where they gonna get their economic base from? Black Americans. So you're gonna be third, fourth, fourth class citizens in your own goddamn country that you built. But hey, listen, I'm the hotel. I'm the person that's you know I'm radical. I'm militant. Whatever type of negative connotation I got with men, black men that stand up for themselves, I'm that. And you guys, you guys got all the answers, even though your answers have no results. They yield no results, but you guys got all the answers, though. But OK. All right. All right. And, I'm, and this is a teachable moment. This is not me scolding you guys for Joe, for voting for um, Joe Biden. Forgive me, I'm a little tongue-tied. For voting for Joe Biden. This is not me scolding you guys. Not at all. But this is me telling you that in the future when people are telling you that without tangibles, reparations, land, ownership, things that we could touch, things that are all valid for black Americans... Things that can repair our society and make us into better citizens and things that we can own for ourselves until we get those things that we should withhold our vote. Next time somebody tells you that, you listen. You listen. And that concludes this episode of Truth to Power. I just spoke Truth to Power. You guys have a good night.